welcome back to Virtual Coffee. My name is Alexa Collier, and on this podcast, I chat with small business owners. We discuss their journeys, perspectives, pieces of advice. Now with me today are the founders and owners of Raleigh Popsicle Co., Nikki and Christian. They're almost one year into their business, and they already have three locations in the Raleigh area. They sell handmade popsicles made with fresh fruit, and they are a perfect, refreshing treat. On this episode, we discuss their journey over the past year and how they navigate running a business as a married couple. Now, before we hear from them, as always, I'd appreciate if you could rate and review Virtual Coffee on the Apple Podcasts app and on Spotify. just helps others discover us. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, all the social medias. It's at Virtual Coffee Podcast. Thank you so much for your support and tuning in. And now let's hear from Nikki and Christian. Welcome, Christian and Nikki. Thank you so much for being on Virtual Coffee. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really happy to have you guys here. So uh, let's just kick off this episode. Tell me about your company, Raleigh Popsicle Co., perhaps about its mission or, or how the business came to be. Just tell us a little bit about it. So what we have is the Hispanic style fresh fruit popsicles. It kind of started, my husband, he's from Colombia, South America. So he's pretty familiar with them. And he's had the idea for a while to have a shop like this. And uh, he had the idea even long before we met. And he decided, I guess, that I was the right person to share the idea with. And (laughs) we kind of started doing some research and everything and just kind of decided we were going to go for it. But like the idea, I guess the mission, the idea was to share the primarily Hispanic treat with everybody. You know, of course, you can go to the grocery store and find popsicles for like $5 a box. But I guess kind of that's really what our mission was, was to provide an alternative to all those unhealthy preservative filled treats. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, our popsicles are handcrafted locally and made with fresh fruit and restocked every week. We're not going to say that they're sugar free or anything because that's just that's just not possible because fruit's very Mm -hmm. inconsistent. So we add enough sugar to, you know, compensate for fruit not always being sweet enough. But otherwise, you know, it's a healthy alternative. I love this is that this was an idea that Christian, you had for a while and finally it came to be. I I love when you can realize your dreams or you have an idea and it becomes a reality. That's that's really awesome. I'd love to, you know, for you to dive into the difference between that grocery store popsicle and your popsicle. So like if you can describe one of the popsicles or the flavors you have or what makes them different? Okay, so we have dairy and non-dairy and the dairy ones are gonna basically have like an ice cream base. And then like, for example, strawberry cream has slices of strawberries in it. We have an orange cream that instead of being like chunks or slices of fruit, it's actually like an orange puree and then has cream in the middle and has an orange slice on the side. We also have one um, that's blackberry cheesecake, similar to the orange cream. It's a puree of blackberry with the cheesecake type filling in the middle. And then the non-dairy are water-based. And with those, you've got like pineapple, mango, and watermelon all have actual chunks of fruit fruit. in them. And mixed fruit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mixed fruit has pineapple, mango, watermelon, and cucumber, and pear. Mm. And it's an orange juice base. 
And then you've got a couple others of the water base that instead of being chunks, they're like, they're a puree of the fruit, but okay. it's actually the fruit, like strawberry, you eat it, it's fresh strawberries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How refreshing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that that, that's pretty so much delicious. what everybody says. <laughs> yeah. That just sounds so, so nice to have. I'm craving one right now. Who comes up with these flavor ideas is it a team effort or one person primarily has that creative mind pretty much everything is a team effort because I mean like we even have like in July we decided to try having like a flavor of the month and Mm -hmm. we came up with we actually I think we did like a little contest on Instagram to help us come up with it but we ended up doing we called it the American Dreamsicle and it was wow. strawberry and cream stripes with blueberry on top. Wow. We thought about doing like a flavor of the month every month, but it just doesn't work out all the time. Mm-hmm. And you know, then we have like some flavors that we try and don't like it and decide not to do it. So sure. Yeah, it's definitely a team effort. That's great to hear. Do you guys eat popsicles like every day? I can imagine uh, the taste test requires a lot of popsicles. <laughs> Yeah, I, I eat a popsicle every day. I, <laughs> I have my favorite is mango and strawberry and cream. So uh, if I look at the small one, I get the regular size, but I have to get a yeah. popsicle every day. Yeah, we have mini ones and full size. Okay. So every, nice. What, what a fun job. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. That's awesome. And um, I so I know you guys are in the Raleigh area, clearly. Where can people taste your popsicles? Where are you guys located? Where can they find you? We have one shop. Our first shop was at Crabtree Mall. We're still there. Um, we have one at Morgan Street Food Hall, which is in downtown Raleigh. And we have one at Streets at South Point in Durham. During the like our season, the spring, summer, and fall, we're regular vendors at Phillips Farm and Cary. And if anybody's not familiar with them, they can find them on Instagram also. And then we we are trying specifically this year, just because it'll be our second year in business. We're trying to do more events and festivals and stuff. Like last year, we did the NC Seafood Festival in Moorhead City. Mm-hmm. And at that festival, we found out about Mumfest in New Bern. So we plan on being there this year, too. Congratulations on all those locations. What an accomplishment, especially only two years in. That's pretty crazy. Well, technically a year in. April will be. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Yeah. You're going into your second year. Wow. That's even more impressive. (laughs) That is awesome. How did that, how did those locations come to be? I mean, what was that journey like? I mean, clearly so much has happened in one year. Any major milestones or steps that you want to share that happened along the way as you reflect back on this past year? Well, really the first big major step was when we ordered the bicycle cart, which if anybody gets a chance and sees us at an outdoor event or comes to Crabtree, um, we have it sitting outside the shop at Crabtree um, just to like attract attention, but it's a vintage bicycle ice cream cart. And that was our, our first real purchase that basically set everything else in motion. After that, that was in April. And then after that, we opened the shop at Crabtree, which actually came about a year before we planned on doing that. <laughs> but um, it just happened that the opportunity was there. So we took it yeah. and oh, between was, the two. <laughs> we're walking in the mall and we saw the sign that, hey, Lisa space. Yep. And I told you to call. 
Yeah. So just to just to ask for a price. Just just right. just curious. Yeah. yeah, just to curious, you know, you know what was the price on and the to have a, a chop there, right? And mm -hmm. and the people like our idea or pro so much that they like, no, no, come over here. Let me show you what we have. <laughs> yeah, they uh, immediately they they're like, send us a business plan. I'm like, oh, yeah, we don't have a business plan. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and at the at the beginning we was talking about you know thinking about get a kiosk. Okay. And. and the guys is like, no, you, Akios, no, I, I, you guys do better here. And they show us the spot where it was uh, Lynn Chocolate. Okay, yeah. And, and that's a whole store. And right. Like, oh, oh, wow. The, okay, let's, all right, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was part of our plan. It just wasn't yeah. part of our plan yet. Right away, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a crash course in a, uh running a business right like, yeah that's that's <laughs> awesome and unexpected. it's definitely and take like when opportunities like that come along clearly you you took that opportunity right which is awesome prepared or not you said yep we're doing it we'll figure it out that's yeah, that's awesome pretty much yeah yeah whatever you know we you know all in you know yeah yeah exactly and, we, and by that time we are talking about or or waiting so we have oh. the pressure of the wedding plus. Yeah. We actually the business. We actually got married. We had our wedding in our backyard. Oh, nice. And we got married the weekend before no, two weekends before we opened at Crabtree. Wow. <laughs> Man, go you guys. I I know what it was like to plan a wedding and I can't even imagine doing that while opening a business. Yeah. That is awesome. Wow. I was thinking, I was like, how have I not seen you guys at Crabtree? But I bet my husband and I haven't even been to Crabtree because of um, the pandemic and COVID. Yeah. But we'll have to go there. We've been meaning to go for another reason. So we'll have to check it out next weekend. Yeah, I can't wait to. Yeah, I can't wait to see you guys. And so do you have a team now? It can't just be just you two, right? Right now at Crabtree, we have a couple employees there that okay. basically they hold it down for us there. They keep things right. together. Because right now at South Point and Morgan Street, um, we had employees and now we don't. So mm -hmm. I am primarily at Morgan Street and Christian is primarily at South Point. And okay. right now we close both of those locations on Monday just for us to get a little bit of sanity. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that, that honestly, that's like our biggest challenge right now, just like everybody else is finding employees. So okay. we're just hoping yeah. when it gets busier in the spring that we can get some people in place. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm still blown away that you guys have all these locations and you're going into your second year. I mean, you have to be so, so proud of what you've accomplished so far. Yeah, nervous, but proud. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Probably still in the thick of it, right? It's still yeah. probably probably pretty hectic, but that's incredible. And is this your first business that you founded and are running or do you have prior experience in that? It's our first business together. Christian actually has uh, his own pressure washing business, Rokut's oh, Pressure okay. Washing, that he's been doing for four or oh, yeah. five years now. So he has a, some experience. I have management experience from previous job, but yeah, he's he has most of the business experience. That's got to be helpful <laughs> just oh, having yeah. some knowledge of how to how to open your own business that's great that he has that experience also you know reflecting still on this past year what 
advice comes to mind for others who might be wanting to start that adventure of opening their business or are currently a small business owner? Any, you know, top pieces of advice that come to mind? I would say be prepared to give it every ounce of yourself. And especially if you're a husband and wife team or, you know, whatever type of relationship or partnership you might have, just expect to disagree a lot and be able to get out of your own way and work through it together. And again, if it's a a team partnership or whatever, um, always finding time for each other and your relationship, um, because that's really important. Like I said, you know, right now, we close Morgan and South Point on Mondays because we both work th- at each of those. And we need some time for, to find sanity for ourselves and right. sometimes to just do something for ourselves. I mean, like we literally even I think it was it was probably in like September, I think. So we were still pretty busy. We ran away overnight to a hotel at the beach on a Monday <laughs> and yeah. we were gone less than 24 hours. But it was a break we needed and you have to do what you can (laughs) for yourselves or you're not going to be able to run a business together. Mm -hmm. And one last little piece of advice is don't get into something like this to quit. I mean, you you get into something like this and it's like when you start college, you don't start college to quit. It's hard work. No matter what, Mm -hmm. what business you try to open, whatever people said that, Hey, look, you can make money without doing nothing. That's not true. You <laughs> yeah. you have to work very hard for what you want and what you have. And always any opportunity you have, take it. Don't yeah. wait until last minute and say, hey, you know, let me let me see. Let me think about it. No, just do it. No matter. Uh, we start this business with literally thirty five hundred dollars, five thousand dollars. Yeah, something like that. You know, and we work in. She quit her job. I mm. almost quit my pressure washing business to put a hundred percent time in mm-hmm. this business. And we we work very, very hard. We hopefully one day we can retire from this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh yeah, every opportunity you have, just take it because you don't know if in the future you're gonna take it back. You yeah. know, you're gonna or you're gonna have it. Yeah, those are all really great pieces of advice. I'm what I'm hearing is commit once you take that opportunity, which you're saying take that opportunity, commit to it. Um, and when talking to other business owners, there's definitely that period where you are the business, right? You're doing the day to day, you're really running it. But once you build up that solid foundation, which you guys definitely are, then you can start to hire more people to take on those tasks, right? And you kind of move up the level of strategy or like pass on some of your responsibilities. So like you're saying, one day you can retire from it, but you have to put in that hard work in the beginning and maybe for a long time, maybe for a short time, but you need to commit and put in the hard work. That's a very real right. advice. And I appreciate you know, talking that. about, you know, talking about uh, get opportunities like mm-hmm. uh, we open Morgan and in, in South Point at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's probably one or two weeks difference between both stores. Uh, we open it without employees, without <laughs> time, you know. Yeah. So we take it. We call South Point A. We want, you know, let me see what you have, rent the space, and let's see what happens. Maybe we're going to make good money or maybe not. 
if it's not make money, well, we close and we find another right. business, you know, but we risk. That, the thing is, if you, if, you, if you want the hand, you have to risk the egg, mm -hmm. you know? That's, you know, that's pretty much the most important part of the, of when you start a business, no? Now, if you have a wife or husband, make sure you find something like my wife, you know, she support mm -hmm. me 100%. Uh, we working together, you know, I never heard from her saying, oh no, I'm tired, I don't want to do it. No, yeah. both doing it, we both making it. And if I make a $1, it's $1 that we expend together and we enjoy mm -hmm. it together. So lovely. Thank you for sharing that. And yeah, to your point, find that support system, have that so support system and take those risks. Um, but also at the same time, right, I want to give credit to the fact that you guys are so passionate about your business and do have the plan and know where you want to go with it, what you want to do, right? So you have that balance of, yes, this is a risk, but also I understand the opportunity and I know where it could take me. I know what we need to do with it. So finding that balance, which it sounds like you guys have, but yeah, all really great pieces of advice. Those are awesome. Thinking of the future of Raleigh Popsicle Co., you know, you mentioned getting more employees, staffing up your locations, any other milestones you want to share that you have for the business or even for yourselves? It sounds like you're committed to this company, at least, you know, for the near future, but any milestones you have planned or goals that you want to share? Of course, we want to get known locally. We, you know, mm -hmm. we're trying to get our name spread around and, you know, it's really nice when somebody goes to Morgan Street and is like, hey, I saw you at Phillips Farm, or yeah, I go to Crabtree all the time and stuff like that. So we we wanna continue to be better known and uh, we'd love to open a couple more shops and particularly we'd like to have one standalone shop because right now each of our shops is in some sort of shopping center. And we'd, we'd like to have a standalone that's kind of like our flagship location and maybe, um, you know, we have the bicycle cart that we use for the different events and maybe we could add like a mobile unit, like a food truck kind of thing. So we could better serve outdoor venues and markets. That would be nice. Yeah, I think those are, are great goals to have. And do you guys find that you sell more in the in the summer, the hot months than the winter? Or is it about the same? I'm just curious. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, this was, you know, it, it's been our first year. So we sure this is our first time having the winter season, which is definitely considered the slow season. I mean, being in the malls has been good because through the holidays, like Thanksgiving to Christmas, even mm -hmm. into January a little bit, it's busy. So, you know, people walking around the mall, take the jackets off, get hot, kids get yeah. hot, <laughs> let's go have a snack. Yeah. So we managed to stay pretty busy through the holidays. And, um, you know, now it's just getting through literally the winter, January and February. Mm -hmm. And we now know that this is what our slow season is. It's and then- Spring, summer, fall, all of that is is the busy time. That's where we know we're going to be busy. We're going to be running all over the place. And that's going to be next year what helps us get through the slow season a little bit easier. That makes sense. I mean, even it's nice you guys are in, in Raleigh um, because even 
even in you know January and February, we'll have that 50, 60 degree day. And even the cold days, I can always go for a popsicle, right? Like you can always oh, yeah. go for ice cream or something cold and sweet. So I was just curious if you saw a huge difference. I'm sure, you know, I expected that natural difference, but um, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. You know, yesterday with the little bit of snow and everything, it was 30 mm-hmm. degrees and we were busy. Yeah, definitely. A, a typical, actually, we had a Saturday more like what we were having in the fall. Wow. On a 30 degree day with a little bit of snow on the ground. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. People, you know, want frozen treats all the time. Definitely see a difference between summer and winter. That makes sense. I'm curious about the behind the scenes a little bit. Like, do you make the popsicles at each location or do you guys make them and then bring them for the day how does that process kind of work of making them like for example crabtree we get this question all the time at crabtree Mm -hmm. because there's a door in the back of the shop so people just assume that we're making them back there that door basically leads to a bathroom and a closet (laughs) (laughs) okay so no we we don't make them at any of the locations because like morgan and south point they're both kiosks so there is no back of the store you know so we actually make them they're made at a shop locally and then every week christian or i or both of us (laughs) go and pick up you know what each store needs and bring it to each location so yeah we make them locally but not at the shops that's pretty impressive was it hard figuring out how to keep them frozen i could imagine that's a oh yeah, you know, we'll just deliver them. But once you actually realize, oh wait, we have to keep them frozen properly. Like, was that difficult or am I just thinking of it wrong? You can make a hundred, around 130 to 150 popsicles. You can freeze 150 popsicles in 20 minutes. Oh, wow. So you just, you know, we keep it in in freezers uh, for one day. And after that, we can take it out. But they last, wow. they can last at least, what, one hour, two hours in the cooler? Probably two. Yeah, so they have enough time for me to drive around and and deliver it to the shops. Yeah, because yeah. when, when we're transporting them, you know, we're transporting in, in one cooler, there's easily 300 in there. Wow. So yeah. they kind of keep each other cold. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I love speaking to people like yourself who have just such a unique business. Like I would never think, oh, a popsicle business, but here you are and you know all this stuff about popsicles. I just love that. I find that so fascinating. It's just something I never would have thought of that you guys do every day. It's your life. It's so normal to you. Yeah, um, last uh, last summer, last summer we 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 sell in around 2000 popsicles a week. And that was wow. one shop. And it's only yeah. one shop. Wow. Well, now with the other two shops and probably other uh, other festivals and places mm-hmm. to go. And people know, now people know more about us and tell yeah. friends and family. So this year. We don't, don't know, know where it's going to go. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's or how we're going to get it there. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to make we'll it happen. We'll figure it out. I don't know how, yeah. but I, we're going to make it happen. Yep. Exactly. I love your guys' mindset of just we'll we'll figure it out. We you know, we know what we're doing and if we don't, we'll figure it out. We'll we'll get there. That's awesome. That's yeah. crazy. Two thousand popsicles a week. Wow. I can't even imagine that many popsicles. Yeah, well in Philly in Philly's farm in uh in full in the full fest 
fall festival or how they yeah call they it? have a fall festival yeah they have got like, like mm-hmm. rides and not rides but activities yeah they yeah. have activity for kids in one day i saw a thousand popsicles wow that from nine o'clock in the morning until four five, four, five, five o'clock in the afternoon yeah wow this, wow people said uh where are we putting the popsicles because they get addicted to us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people in the mall, like employees and stuff that work there, yeah. come back two or three times a day. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. And it's such a nice, refreshing treat, like we said before. And also, you don't need, like in, you know, like a bowl of ice cream, you need two hands, it gets messy. Like, I feel like a popsicle is very easy to walk around the mall or walk around the outdoor festival and just munch on you know it's like an easy easy treat to have and it's like it's refreshing and indulgent at the same time right because like uh for example passion fruit or strawberry Mm -hmm. lemonade they're kind of on the tart sour side in the summertime at an outdoor event and it's hot Mm -hmm. that is the best thing that's like a cool glass of lemonade (laughs) yeah exactly exactly that's yeah, that's why I think it's so smart. I, you know, you mentioned going to more markets and stuff like that. I mean, that's like the perfect treat to have. And even yeah. just thinking, comparing it to ice cream, like ice cream can get pretty heavy, right? And it melts so yep. fast. But I'm imagining your popsicles are pretty light on your stomach. Um, oh, yeah. And yeah, just more refreshing than heavy, heavy dairy. <laughs> yep, exactly. Awesome. Great. Well, I, I'm going to put it in my calendar and drag my <laughs> husband to Crabtree next weekend. I'm very excited. <laughs> Definitely. Awesome. Awesome. I did want to dive into, you know, husband and wife running a business. Any other tips and tricks for trying to balance that? You know, I liked your example of just going away to a hotel, even if it's for less than 24 hours, like just do it, right? If you need it, go. Any other things that you guys do to stay sane and stay together and not just running your business 24 seven, um, anything else come to mind? I guess kind of a lot of things we already mentioned, but, um, Mm -hmm. you know, don't start something you're not willing to give your all. So, you know, you have to make sure that your partner, kids, family, and everybody supports you. You know, your friends and family should be your biggest cheerleaders. It, It doesn't mean, you know, financial support. They just have to be, they have to back you and, you know, support you. And then, you know, like you were saying, even if it's just a business-free dinner date at home or breakfast with your family or an 18-hour escape, you've got to make time for you. You you can't, it can't be the business all the time because you're going to burn out if you do that. Opening a business, I mean, it's chaos anyway, but the first year especially, yeah. you know, we, we always just keep saying, you know, let's just get past whatever events coming up or opening this location and we'll slow down a little bit. And then that time comes and goes and we're still going, you know, you have to be able to expect ups and downs. And there's times for each of us when we get pessimistic about things. So when Christian gets frustrated sometimes with what's going on, my favorite thing to say is it's okay. This is what we're doing. Let's just keep rolling, Mm -hmm. you know, just keep swimming as, um, they say, in <laughs> and, you know, whenever I get frustrated or my pessimistic side starts to show, he, you know, somehow rallies and he's able to be the positive one and pull me back into place. You know, it's constantly hard work, but it's better to work for yourself than for anybody else. If you have that opportunity or take that opportunity, you have to be ready to to have long days, you know, mm-hmm. and more because your wife and like my wife and I, 
with two different words, right? Our heads are total think different. So if I thinking about something, she probably sees something else, and we never gonna, you know, sometimes we don't match on, you know. Sure. We're not always on the same page. Yeah, we know we're on the same page, and you know, I get mad or she get mad, but it's part of the show, you know. It's mm-hmm. it, it's it's like everything, you know. But when you trust in in the other person, you do everything, you know, and you think, okay, you know, she said we should do it this way is for a reason. Let's do this, you know, or she's and then said, you know what, let's do it your way and Mm -hmm. see what happens. You know, sometimes hard, but Mm -hmm. uh, we're still here. Yeah, and you have to be able to trust each other. That's really important, too, because if there's no trust, I mean, even just in a relationship, if there's no trust, it's not going to work. But right. certainly in a relationship while running a business. And I'm not sleeping <laughs> in the couch yet, so that's yeah. a good <laughs> Yeah, no, it sounds like you guys have such a solid relationship. You know, put the business aside. You guys balance each other out. You know how each other works. So now when you are entering this you know, new business... Yes, of course, it's not perfect. There are going to be hard days, but you have that solid foundation of a relationship where you're able to benefit off of each other. And even when you fight, right, that, that's going to happen. That happens in every relationship, but you're just always able to to see it through and, and come come out on the right side. I really like what, what you guys have built both, you know, in your own relationship and the business you've built as well. And, uh, and uh, something, you know, very, very important that, Okay, you open in a business and the business is your baby. Right. But your wife is the person you love. And mm-hmm. your wife is first than your business. So if you see that the business is ruining your marriage, you better quit and stay with your wife. You know, it's business come and go, money go and come and go. Uh, but to have somebody next to you is, is, is you know, it costs a lot of money, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. have the right person next to you. When I meet Nikki and after a long time, I, I see on her how how she take care of me, how she love me. I That's where I decide to talk to her about this business, my dreams. And she helped me a lot to make it, you know, make it true. She didn't even ask me if, oh, you want me to do this? No, she just do it. Mm-hmm. And I told her about this. And when I realized, she's like, hey, look, look the freezers I found. And I'm like, holy cow, I just <laughs> talk about you, about the popsicles. But yeah, let's do it, you know. And uh, it's hard, but I'm very happy to have her with me. Mm-hmm. And be my partner, my friend, my wife, my girlfriend, everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's got me all teary. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's so that's I'm like grinning over here like crazy. That's so so beautifully stated. And I love your guys' story. It's it's really awesome to see. And Christian, you definitely have your priorities straight and everyone needs to listen to you because that is that's just a beautiful, beautiful story. And yeah, thank you for sharing that. No problem. Thank you, baby. <laughs> Sorry, I had to say that. 
That's wonderful. Again, thank you guys for coming on here and and sharing your story. And I love that we're talking as you're heading into almost your second year and you are welcome back anytime to share updates, you know, do a, do a year update, do a six month update at your pace, do a three month update. (laughs) Uh, But this, this was awesome. And the last question I asked all my guests, and of course would love to hear from both of you on this is in this moment, what is your proudest accomplishment? And it can be your business or it can be on a completely different topic that we didn't even discuss. Um, Just kind of that, First thing that pops into your mind when I ask you what your proudest accomplishment is so far. So I'm going to go on the personal side because the business itself is a a proud accomplishment, but we're not accomplished, (laughs) I don't think. Um, (laughs) So for me, after (laughs) two little tiny years together, because literally we've been together just over two years. And all the crazy things that we've stuffed into that two years um, for us still being able to say I love you and mean it and knowing that finding Christian has been one of the, the top three things um, because I have two daughters, um, one of the top three okay. things to happen in my life. Your turn. You're very <laughs> my turn. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Try to um, top uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lot. You know, it's a lot of things mm-hmm. that I'm proud of what I do. You know, first one of them is come to this wonderful country, you know, and live in this awesome state, you know, North Carolina. I live in here for, you know, 22 years wow. and I love it. You know, I think uh, I live more time in North Carolina than in my own country. And uh, but if it's not because this wonderful country i probably in my country doing something else at least here i i this is my second business i used to be bartending uh be a waiter construction roofing i do a lot of you know a lot of different types of jobs but come to this country have my own businesses that they're my babies and my wife made her uh, meet, you know, her daughters that get me crazy sometimes, but <laughs> I still love them. You know, I think that's 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 the m- most important things I have in my life. This, mm-hmm. you know, and my son, he born in Justin County. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's seventeen. You know, I, I love him. You know, today that he's he's my mini me and. Uh, <laughs> He's my mini me, and he's taller than me. Uh, <laughs> but I, I try to teach him, you know, how how life, you know, that mm-hmm. nothing is easy. And he saw me every day working, you know, doing pressure washing, doing gutter cleaning. Uh, he saw me carrying the popsicles, going to bands, going to the mall, and. Uh, Hopefully something of all that hard work stay in his head, you know, at yeah. the same of Nikki's daughters, you know. Hopefully they have, they keep something in their heads and say, look, these two guys, you know, they're working hard, make people happy, kids happy, you know, and uh, they still together, you know. It's I, I think that's my main accomplishment. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. No, that is so wonderful. And again, congratulations on everything you've accomplished so far from the business to meeting each other to being parents. I mean, it's all so, so incredible. And I really appreciate you sharing your stories and perspectives on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having us. This was great. Perfect. I'm glad. And before we officially sign off, where can the audience find you and Raleigh Popsicle Co., your social medias or your website? Shout anything out that you want to. Well, um, like I mentioned earlier, the three locations, Crabtree, Morgan Street, Food Hall, and Streets at South Point, and all the other outside events we do. But to keep up with wherever we are, uh, our website is RaleighPopsicleCo.com. Our Instagram is Raleigh Pop Co. And our Facebook is just Raleigh Popsicle Co. And, you know, we generally try to post on there. Like during the busy season, I post on Instagram where we're going to be that weekend. And I make sure to post it on Facebook. And we love when customers tag us in their pictures or their stories. Because as soon as they tag us in their story, I add it to our story and you know, <laughs> keep it going. Awesome. Well, again, I hope... Everyone checks you guys out. I'll be there next weekend. And thank you so much for coming on Virtual Coffee. Awesome. Thank you so much. We can't wait to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you.